in this podcast episode with special guest Allie Angel. We really unpack a question that I get a lot is how to get opening slots on tours and how to get booked on festivals. And in this conversation, we, we really explore how consistently releasing music and growing your brand is step number one. And then step number two is absolutely network, network, and network, but that intentional networking. So I'm excited for everybody to listen to this because we, we go deep into what that looks like. And there's a lot of good advice in this episode for anyone who's working on a on a release or growing their career um but i was reminded as we were doing this episode of you know the three tips that i give in the free workshop over on the zero to 60 website that are managing time influence and money these are the three components of artist development that you need to be thinking about and that you're going to need to go from a developing artist into creating an emerging moment and influence being such a corner piece of that and influence comes by building community and building your network so we're going to talk about that in-depth intentional networking with Allie Angel. Here we go. There's a couple of things. Welcome to the Zero to 60 by AGD podcast. Um, I don't know when this will be posted, but I think this is the fourth episode that I've recorded here with an artist guest. I have Allie Angel with me. Hello. In from L.A. via New York Mm -hmm. on this trip. (laughs) Um, If you are listening to the Awards Show podcast, which is our fan-facing podcast, we just recorded like a super dope episode Mm -hmm. for that, I think. I agree. 15-minute conversation that was packed full of really, really cool conversation. So, and a great tune. Anyhow... Um, what's going on with you? You know, you're, you, you put out a record and then now you're writing and recording Yeah, and trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. What are you waking up in the morning stressed about? What are the questions that you're going, if I could only, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I Where mean, I at? guess two separate sides to that. I guess one is, you know, the challenges I'm facing post EP release and mm-hmm. like, continuing to build traction um and get my stuff out and then the challenges I'm facing with production with the new EP that I yeah. want to do yeah. but with um my self-titled EP that I came out in June um I've had like a pretty stable monthly listeners on Spotify it yeah. was definitely bigger you know it always grows if you do like you have your single out, then the next month, next mm-hmm. single, next month, and then the EP, and that helped a lot. I probably yeah. got to like, I don't know, like twelve thousand listeners or something at a certain point. Something that was yeah. good for me. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then it would dwindle and dwindle, um, but now it's kind of stable at like six point eight seven. I think it's at like seven k listeners monthly. Yeah, that's which great. Is, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So on that side, it's good. Um, 
it's just hard to like get every song as much traction as I think it deserves. Like one of my favorites is Hideaway. Yeah. Um, and that one came out with the EP. It didn't come out as a single. Yeah. Um, and that was the one I pitched to Spotify as like the, um, like the premiere track. Or right. Like Cause you can only choose like one right. of the two left. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'll do Hideaway. For those, for any artist that's like new, yeah. when you go and you distribute an album, um, you get to pick one featured track. So one of the tips that we give for artists and distribution is like, okay, if you've got a like five song EP, you're going to at least do one or two singles, maybe even three. Yeah. But then you're going to have one that's like the featured track. And, and what that means to be a featured track is you are submitting two editorial playlists mm-hmm. uh that song that song um so that song was hideaway hideaway mm-hmm. okay gotcha um didn't get any spotify editorial yeah did get youtube editorial cool on a playlist called the new americana yeah. funny enough yeah. and i was super excited about that yeah but you know it's different because it's youtube so yeah. it's like that doesn't get you. Was there a video for it? No, there wasn't no. a okay. video. So, so, so it was it's on a like YouTube one, music. It was playlist. YouTube music playlist. No, that's cool. Which yeah. was awesome still because I hadn't gotten any editorial. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really want Spotify though. That's yeah. like a, a goal for my next one. Yeah. Is like I gotta get on the Spotify one. Love it. I know I can do it. Of course. I just gotta, cause it's it's so hard. It's like if you don't get on one of those, it. it I mean, there are so many ways to still get your fan base and people heard, but it's really hard because, you know, so many of the other playlists that you pitch for, it's like, it's really hard to know if there are bots. It's really hard to know if like the fan bases are the right. You mean like third party playlists that are like third party playlists. Yes. And I've done a lot of pitching of that in the past. I got really good at it. Like obviously submit hub and there's one called daily playlist but yeah. you have to be careful because it's like you don't even really with submit hub, you even with submit careful. hub you have to be yeah. careful yeah. and it's really hard because you know how else are you supposed to get your music heard yeah. just for for the listeners and and i i'm sure nicole has told you this too um we don't we don't pitch to any playlists that aren't associated to some sort of elevated brand yeah anymore Right, like, like it. So that's maybe it's a blog, or maybe it's a, a, mm-hmm. a YouTube channel, like something where they are creating media and they are building an audience. Yeah. Not just a playlist that that's like made like they. It has to be, like the playlist has to be associated to a wider brand. Yeah. For authentication of like this isn't just a playlist that's being botted, because yep. we need to know that they're connected to something that has legitimacy Uh, yeah legitimacy and so we don't even do the third-party playlist unless it's so we've moved that out of you know to keep context to like our structure of the five pillars yeah we used to do third-party playlist pitching in like a marketing type Mm -hmm. uh, task related space Mm -hmm. and we've moved that now to pr where we're like really this is Mm. the same as this is the same as branding Yeah, this is the same as pitching for, like, a feature on the artist. And most of the third-party playlists that we want are associated with some sort of PR. Yeah. Like, media page. And then... The blogs. Yeah, the blogs and things like that. And then we have, like, 
the brand side of like some curators operate more like influencers, so mm-hmm. they might have one. So we've actually yeah, split some TikTok it. ones who yes. will do the posts where yes. they're like, "These are the songs I'm listening to right now." Yes, and then that's an associated to a playlist. So we've actually split it where we go, okay, PR has playlists. Smart. So if we're just pitching PR, then we're good. We're going to get the playlist if they like it, mm-hmm. right? And then if we're doing brand partnership, influencer pitching, yeah. then they have a playlist and we're going to get it, get it there. So we've actually really stepped away from playlists and came back to our original five pillars and said the playlists are the technical placement of the song yeah. by creating the partnership or getting the feature or whatever. So just for the listeners that are trying to plan there's some some tidbits for you okay so the challenge is you put this ep out yeah and you want to continue growth you mm-hmm. want to continue listenership you're shifting a little bit to a new record yeah and you're trying to is is this really about brain space is that kind of uh how to, i don't know i mean i think i'm good at shifting from like the like compartmentalizing it all yeah. like i'll be in the different phases where I'm focusing, like one day I'll be like, okay, I'm in like my music business phase, like space. And I'll be like email, pitching, organizing, emailing the people, like getting, trying to get shows, doing this, updating my bios, blah, blah. blah. And then the next day I'll be more creative and I'm like, okay, I'm going to write today. I'm going to do this. And like, I'm good at getting in and out of those mindsets, Good for you. which I think you really have to be able to do if you want to do music at all in this time. Or I would... I would say yes or identify that you're not right. good at or, one and like, of, like use your strengths. And yeah, and like And I, if you can have a team. Yes. Yeah. And well, and your team though your team could be a best friend. Yeah. Like like get or a fan or something. You know what I mean? Like Totally. Like if you have if you are so creative that you cannot do it, then be so creative to get some somebody bought in to help you. Yeah. Like maybe that's mom. Maybe that's your cousin yeah. at the start. Maybe you have some funding that you can hire a team. Mm-hmm. Like, But, like, if it's really not you, like, that's cool that you can that you can toggle and go between. I could, when I was in a band, I could toggle and mm-hmm. go between um, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really great that you can do that. But I think, I think a lot can't. And so then I'm yeah. like, then I'm like, don't. Don't try. Yeah. Actually, like, like try enough to know whether you can, and then if you can't, go super creative, go hyper focused on building like a crew. Yeah. And somebody out of that crew is going to step up, and they're going to be, you know, yeah, uh, type A, and and be like, I got this, <laughs> you know, like I'm yeah. going to do the task. You really you need know? that. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's that's cool that you can toggle in between. So, so yeah, I mean, but I guess. For me also, I think one of the things I'm struggling with more now is, like, I think it's good. It's uh, My streams are at a stable, you know, monthly listeners for now. I mean, I definitely have got to finish up the new record yeah. so I keep it going. Yeah. But I'm also, like, a big performer. Like, performing okay. is a big aspect of my artistry, and I love okay. it. Yeah. And, you know, my stuff is just already the way we record it is with the band, and it's organic, yeah. and, like, we record everything through tape, and it's, like... The style of my stuff is great which that's for live. What, which is, that's what sold you on doing this, right? Totally. Like you were songwriting and then the first time you played... Was performing. With, with a band, you yeah. were like, I gotta do this. And okay. getting my energy yeah. out there. And yeah. like, um, so, you know, I perform a lot in LA. 
with my band, but I really want to like level up and do festivals and okay. be an opener for yeah. artists. And so yeah. I've been trying to do that. Like I almost got to play at the Dinah Shore, which is like okay. <laughs> the the biggest queer woman's annual festival right. that happens okay. in Palm Springs. Yeah. And, I, like, was one of the top six finalists. Like, they had a submission where it was, like, queer okay. musician, queer female musicians submit, yeah. and you could be considered to play at the Dinah. Right. And I, okay. I submitted, and I didn't think about it, because I was like, yeah. I'm not going to get that. Like, I can't imagine how many people are going to submit. Yeah. And then I was one of the top six finalists. So then they, like, were... Love putting, it. Yeah. And I didn't get it. Maybe I wasn't queer enough. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> um, but... Of course, they had to promote with a music video, and the only music video I have is, like, super hetero. It's, like, me crushing on this guy. Oh, that's hilarious. I know, and I was like, yeah, gosh, so like, guys, everything. like, come on, like... Let's run out and shoot a music it's video. It's, like, wrong timing, yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, I, that's a hurdle, is trying to find okay. ways to get on Let's dive in on that, because I get that, I get that question a lot. Let's yeah. dive in on that. Um, I think... Like, submitting for things is definitely, like, you should, like, especially if you are doing that where you're toggling out the time and you're going, this is my, this is my Mm -hmm. business time, right? Like, definitely making sure that you're submitting for opportunities, whether that's Sonic Bids or Reverb Nation hosts these opportunities. Or if you're doing, you know, like, what we teach in the Zero to CC program of, like, research pitch lists. Yeah. And, like, going for it hard on the pitch lists. That's great. Especially because when all the pieces come together, you know, you're going to send a pitch and say, hey, can I be on this festival? Or, hey, can I play your venue or bar or whatever? And you're going to get ghosted on 90% of this, oh, yeah. right? And the thing is, is that what's probably going to bring all that together is it might even just be a follow-up, right? Like you might follow Honestly, up and get yes. in. That right? happens. So following up is key. But the number one thing is like something might happen over here like on TikTok or, you know, uh, maybe you get that editorial playlist and it starts to pop off. And then when people start to discover it, they all go, I have an email from them in my inbox yeah, already. Right? right. And so that's on the pitching side, like that's key. But I want to be really clear with artists about how you get opening slots on tours. Now, festivals Mm -hmm. are going to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But opening slots on tours, it's going to be all about community. Mm -hmm. And I think festivals are a lot the same, too. Mm -hmm. The talent buyer, the submissions, like, they're doing that because they always need to have options. Right. They need to be able to fill Mm. and they need to be able to manage their budget. Right. So they always need to be able to tear out like happening new emerging artists mixed with headliners mixed with good talent that fits the budget. Right. And those are three different things that they're trying to navigate and for festivals. So it really is going to come down to knowing the talent buyers Mm. for these festivals, especially anybody who's working like as an assistant or early days, you know, and being in their ear Mm. and like, like being friends with them. Yes. But not, I'm, I'm listening to Matthew McConaughey's, Mm -hmm. uh, book green lights right now. And it's, uh, there's a, there's 
there's a lot in there. I, I'm not uh, I'm not sure I'm even recommending it, but what I mean Matthew McConaughey being uh the guy that he is, like everything's about being cool, right? Like he's mm, just so cool. Yeah. But I think this is part of it. Like it's about being the good hang in the community, but also making yeah. sure that the email's in the inbox. Yeah. Right? So it's both together Mm -hmm. and what's gonna happen is you know it's it's gonna it's gonna come together when you know you've not asked for it yeah but the talent buyer is a part of the community you know you're a part of this community you're you've created friendships and relationships and when they come up and they go I need side stage two o'clock and I've got a moderate budget and it's sponsored by maybe a queer magazine or something, right? Yep. You have to be top of mind, Mm -hmm. right? Like you have to be top of mind. And so all of that in these early stages, all of those opportunities that happen before you have that breakout moment of a, whether it's a viral TikTok or an editorial playlist blows your song up, all of that's community mm-hmm. mixed with the emails already in the inbox. Right. And those two things come together and dial in. So I hate to say just keep going. No, it's but true But in a though. lot of ways, like what you're describing to me, like you're doing all the work. I think, yeah, networking is yeah. the most important thing. And it's probably one of my strongest things when it comes to yeah. doing stuff. Like, and just pushing, like you're saying, like, yeah. uh, you know, Diddy TV. Yeah. Yeah, like, I have a Love really it. good relationship with them. Yeah. There's a guy there, every time I have a song out, I email him. He put yeah. my music video on one of their episodes. Love that. He's put, uh, I think, Hideaway on, like, their new artist to look out for yeah. stuff. And he actually had added I'm a Ram, um, yeah. my cover, my Al Green cover, on, like, his uh, artist seven artists you should know and i didn't even know what diddy tv was oh awesome yeah he found it i have no idea how but i you know researched and i was like this is like a great platform that fits my vibe fits my sound like it's totally on brand for me and i realized that and i was like okay i gotta keep this connection i'm not just gonna make it be something they added my song to once and then they'll forget. Yeah. So every time I've emailed them being like, I'm putting out a new song, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, you guys are so awesome. I love the community. And he, like, love they it. really appreciated that. They were like, thank you so much for supporting us. Like, it really means a lot. And like, yeah. it's kind of like the back and forth of like, I'm supporting them. Um, and they're supporting me. And it's like a relationship. Yeah. So even to, now that I'm in Nashville, I realize, oh, I, sh- I should email that guy and be like, yeah. hey, I'm in Nashville. I don't know if Diddy TV is doing anything, but I'd love to come. I'm sure they are. Yeah. yeah. So I think to kind of kind of wrap this one up, and I'm excited for people to learn learn from this, but I, you know, I think the biggest thing too, just to kind of follow up on the networking part, I think where a lot of artists make some mistakes mm-hmm. in networking is that they're networking without intention, mm-hmm. right? So they're like, I want to meet anybody who can help me. Right. Wrong. Right. Like, let's not do that anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. It needs to be, I want to know the people who make the decisions for the things that I want to be a part of. Right. It's that intentional. Right. Like, so we can cold email people 
all day long. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you know, you got to do the work to like know them. And they don't even need to connect that they have an email in their inbox yet. It'll happen. Like all that will happen when things start to move. And so I think yeah. the key piece is instead of networking willy-nilly, like maybe I'll meet somebody great at this thing or maybe I'll meet somebody great at this thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's about getting focused and being like, okay, these are the festivals. Like these are the talent buyers that are in L.A., Yep. Right. That buy for these festivals. I need to make sure that if there's an event that they're in any way associated with, I'm going to that event. Yep. I know what they look like so I can walk up and right. introduce myself. You're right? streamlining it. You're streamlining it and you're going intentional networking. And then the most important thing is never asking for it right like it's not networking to like I need to meet this person so I can pitch them Mm -hmm. the email's already in the inbox like that's different right like it's about I want to meet you and know you Mm -hmm. right yeah and then especially as you get downstream it's like okay I want to shake the hand of the buyer Mm -hmm. but I want to be buddies with their assistant Mm -hmm. right totally and so it's it's very targeted but then you got to be actually buddies with the assistant you can't be so like so it's got to be targeted but the self-control is in targeting how you're building community and then being patient within that community Mm -hmm. and continuing to execute on the records on the tiktok and doing the work yeah that's the number one thing is that when you build this community and then you do the work Mm -hmm. It's noticed. Mm -hmm. It's big time noticed. So I hope that's helpful. It is helpful. I think it's going to be helpful. Uh, Hopefully it's helpful for you. I think it's going to be really helpful. It's probably the most important thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Networking relationships. Because, and then the, and then the next record and the streaming, like you've got that. That's just a matter of like, keep going. Keep going and keep getting your network growing. So then you find the people who leverage it. And make, and make like, not set, like just always make better music. Well, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, like, that's, like, that's really the easy part, my goal. Right? That's, or that's the challenge, the hard part I guess, with my part. new stuff is I'm I'm really in a phase where I'm like, okay, my my debut EP, like, good. It, like, established yeah. my sound, whatever. But with this EP, I'm really, like, like I'm only putting out stuff that I'm like, yeah. this, I want to show everybody. Like, Hell I yeah. want to make sure I feel like that with every song. Like, I want to show everybody this i'm not gonna be insecure if it's playing on my phone and i'm like i i want every song to be like i don't have to feel like i have to tell everybody listen with headphones or listen with good speakers it should just be good enough on your iphone speaker and you're proud enough of it that you're like listen to it right now like shitty quality it's still good love it love it that's the goal awesome all right well uh i'm so excited to share this with uh with the community um and I'm excited for the next record. And I'm excited Thanks. for to, to revisit for all me. these other songs. And uh, so yeah. Our Angels debut EP is out. Go listen to that. And yes. new music coming uh, when it's ready. Yeah, when it's, awesome. <laughs> when it's so, ready. Thanks for joining me. Thanks. Y'all have a good one. Wow, you made it to the end of the episode. I'm impressed. Uh, 
listen, I want to keep the conversation going. I want to hear your questions, your ideas, what this made you think about, uh, where your challenges are, and, uh, and maybe we'll have you come on the podcast and talk about it. We are live in the Discord often, so be sure to jump in the Discord and, and discuss these things with us. And then if you haven't yet, you really got to go over to 0 to 60 by agingcom and you got to watch the free workshop because there's some really good stuff in that workshop. It's like 45 minutes of like solid stuff. I'm Nathan Dose, founder of AGD Entertainment, author of 0 to 60. Thanks for hanging out with us. Have a good day. Thank you.